Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions while we strive to follow Christ within our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today. I'll sing on and when 
Today we begin a season of Advent, which means to wait. We await the coming of Christ at Christmas, and we prepare our minds and our hearts and our homes to celebrate God with us. Let us pray. O oh my soul, what wondrous love you give us, O oh God. Even in the midst of chaotic holidays and messy families, you attend to us, O oh God. You are always near. You are the fountain from which we find healing. You meet us here, Lord, for worship. And so we settle in, preparing ourselves to see you and experience you with us, Emmanuel. Amen.
strife and discord cease. Fill the whole world with heaven's peace. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come God meets us where we are, whether that's on the highest of peaks or the belly of the pit. God meets us and allows us to tell the whole truth. We can be honest with God because we know already that God forgives us all of our sins and that God can hold our pain with us and lead us and lead the whole world in new and just ways. So trusting in God's promise to us let us pray the prayer of admission you can find in your program. Let us pray. Jesus, we wait for you. We make ourselves ready for you. Come to us, God in the flesh, love in the flesh. Meet us as we are and transform us into who you designed us to be. Forgive us and all of creation for how far we have fallen away from you. Friends, this is the greatest news. Through Jesus Christ, we are known, we are loved, we are forgiven.
which means we get to live at peace with God and ourselves and each other. Amen. At this time, I invite Chris and Leslie Payne forward and Evie for the baptism of Charlie. Is she asleep? This might be a rude awakening for sweet Charlie. (laughs) Don't hold it against me, Charlie. This morning, Leslie and Chris Payne present their daughter, Charlie, to receive the sacrament of holy baptism. Beloved child of God, for you, Christ Jesus came into this world. For you, he lived and showed God's love. For you, he suffered the darkness of the cross and cried at last, it is finished. For you, he rose again to new life. And for you, he reigns at God's right hand now and forevermore. All of this Christ Jesus did for you long before you knew anything of it. And so through these waters, may the words of scripture come to be fulfilled in your own life. And may you love Charlie because you have been loved first. Leslie and Chris, having heard these words, ask you the following questions. Do you profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And relying on God's grace, do you promise to live the Christian faith and to share that faith with Charlie? Do you? Do you, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ, promise to guide, nurture, and support Charlie through your words and your actions with love and prayer? Will you encourage her to know and follow Christ and empower her to be a faithful member of the church? Do you? Let's try that again. Do you? (laughs) All right, Evie, do you want to touch the water? Yeah? Feel how cold that is. Is it warm or cold? It's pretty cold. (laughs) Evie, this water is ordinary water. But what God does is God takes ordinary things and makes them extraordinary. God did that with you at your baptism, and we're about to see that right now with your baby sister. Are you ready? Yeah, let's pray. Holy God, we give you great thanks for your son, Jesus Christ who washed over this world with your love. In the same way, by the power of your Holy Spirit, may this water now wash over Charlie so that in her own life, she too may share love with others. In your holy name, we ask this, amen. What is the Christian name of this child? Charlie Jane Payne. Charlie Jane Payne, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I know it's cold. Let us pray. Oh Lord, look over Charlie as she grows. Protect her from harm and encourage her in your light. Give her grace with herself and with others as we fall short of your calling. May her light shine in this world and alleviate suffering in others. May she know your great love for her till the end of the age. Amen. Friends, this is the greatest news. Charlie has been received by the one holy Catholic church through baptism. God has made her a member of the household of God to share with us in the priesthood of all believers 
I encourage you during Holy Interruption to come welcome her into the faith, to say hello to big sister Evie and her parents, to celebrate with us that she is now our newest sister in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. For y'all who don't know um, Coach Payne, Coach is Payne, but Chris Payne um, is a big football fan, Gamecocks fan, so he joked with me that when I asked him if he believes in Jesus, he was going to say, after last night I do. <laughs> got to be careful, we got a lot of Clemson fans here too. <laughs> During Advent at Downtown Church, we are focusing on some favorite Christmas hymns. And as we tell the story behind the hymn, we will tell the story of our faith. Listen now for God's word for you. You can follow along with me in your program, in your Bible if you're at home. I'm reading Isaiah chapter 7, verses 10 through 14. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, King Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be as deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said to him, hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. The word of God for the people of God. Title of today's sermon is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. In seminary, I lived in an apartment above another family in the basement apartment. And that family who lived beneath us uh, was a long way from home. Their home was in Seoul, South Korea. They had traveled to Columbia Theological Seminary in Atlanta, Georgia, so that the dad could get his master's in divinity. He was in a few classes with me. And many mornings, I would wake up to hear them singing. Sometimes it was all three of them. Sometimes it was just the dad or just the mom or just the kid. And though I don't speak any Korean, so I didn't understand the words, the tune always tracked. I knew exactly what they were singing because I knew the tune to How Great Thou Art or Amazing Grace or O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. This is the strength of song, particularly a song of faith like an old hymn even when there are communication barriers, we can't ask each other what you want for breakfast. You hum one line of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and I know a whole lot about you. In fact, we are connected through our faith. It happened again um, in high school. My siblings and I both played church basketball. And so that meant that we spent the better half of our Saturdays in the winter months at the YMCA. And my dad would always take his swim trunks and a towel so that he could get in laps between watching us play. And he would tell us like, hey, I'm gonna go swim some laps. Y'all come get me when it's time to go home. So one Saturday, it was my turn 
to go get my dad. And so I go down and y'all know those heavy doors to get into an indoor pool, right? So I've just played basketball. I'm pushing those heavy doors open. And as soon as the chlorine hits my nostrils, I hear a hymn in three-part harmony. And the shallow end was an aerobics class happening on this Saturday afternoon. And on the opposite end, the deep end, my dad was taking a break between his laps and he was adding the bass line to their soprano and alto hymn. And I watched a smile flicker between them. Connected. This is the strength of a song. It happened again at a nursing home There's this woman uh, that my mom would always take us to go see, and she suffered Alzheimer's for a long time. We could not carry on a meaningful conversation with her, but if you put this lady in front of a piano and you hum just one line of a hymn, she will play it flawlessly, connecting everyone around her to her savior. And as the song swells, her smile would also. This is the strength of a song. It connects us to our memory. It connects us to our story as a people. It connects us to each other. So when we sing the song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, we are joining our voices with millions of Christians throughout history, across the world in various languages. When we sing these words, we connect to our biblical story, our shared story of waiting for Christ to come and make things right in the world. This popular hymn, it dates back to the early days of the Christian church, days when the Greek and the Roman empires had been destroyed and with them, most of culture was stifled. Many people call that time after the fifth century the dark ages. The exception was in the monasteries and in the early church Christian communities where we were grasping for ritual and we were creating traditions and hymns. In a time of political chaos, our people leaned into ritual, into song. Perhaps that's why in the last few years I have heard from many of you, hey, Dawn and Advent, can we just sing some more traditional songs? Like, I just, I really want to sing some of those traditional songs in a group setting. We want to be moved by a story that started long before us. We want to be steadied by the familiar tune. We want to remember that as much as changes in our day-to-day life, there is so much that remains the same. As far as uh, Christmas hymns go, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is not a very upbeat song. I was noticing that today as I heard both, what wondrous love is this, and O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It's a, it's a pretty somber way to step into the season of Advent, preparation for Christmas. The melody and the lyric of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, they move with longing. And it can track if you've ever experienced an uncertain time in your life. Like maybe you're between jobs. Or maybe you're waiting on the next milestone to just hurry up and get here already. If you've experienced that uncertain time, then you know 
that melancholy tune, the groaning, the frustration, the desperation for something new to emerge. When we're in those uncertain times in our lives, we can't help but look for signs. I mean, we will look for them anywhere. If you're looking for a job, you're looking for somebody, a network connection or one of those little messages on LinkedIn. When you're looking for a new project to tackle, you're looking for a spark of passion, excitement within you. When you're looking for companionship for a friend, you're looking for that sign that you're gonna be connected and that that relationship will be able to, to steady you through good times and through bad. In the story of scripture, our story, the sign is this baby. King Ahaz, he's, he's shaken because two of his greatest enemies have allied with each other. They formed an alliance. And so he's consulting with the prophet Isaiah and Isaiah tells him there will be a sign, a woman pregnant with child. And that baby will be named Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, scholars debate, they probably weren't at that time talking about Jesus. We read that back. They might have been talking about um, a, a successor, a king that would come along and help Ahaz. It's a promise that God's going to be with them in this new lineage of the king. It's a sign of change, a symbol for hope. And we're used to children being part of God's promise to us in our Bible story. Think about Abraham and Sarah and God pointing to the stars and saying, you will have as many descendants as there are stars in the sky. But for the Messiah, for the new king, it was pretty shocking that God would choose a baby. And yet that's what God sends, a baby, a symbol of hope, confirmation that God makes good on God's promises to us. God will be with us. God will save us, even as God answers our prayers in ways we could not predict. I appreciate that in this song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, we ask God not only for Emmanuel, God, to come be with us, but cheer us up a little. We sing, disperse the gloomy clouds of night and death's dark shadows put to flight. And then in th the third verse, it seems as if this song was written for our very current reality. We sing, O come and bind all peoples in one heart and mind. Bid envy, strife, and discord cease. Fill the whole world with heaven's peace. Yeah, I'll sing to that. This is the strength of song. That even when our spirits are low, even when we're in uncertain times, trapped in a season of longing, we can choose to sing for the sign to come. We can sing, rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, come to thee, O Israel. There's a scholar, Frederick Buechner, who says that the Christian should rise every morning, read the news, and then ask ourselves this question. Can I believe it today? In the midst of all of the evil in the world, all the suffering and the good and joy too, can I believe it today? And he adds, if you can believe it always every single morning, you might wanna pause and think about who Christ is and who you are letting him be. Because Christ comes not just to be God with us, but to save us, to be our Messiah. 
Most mornings, at least for me, when I rise and read the news, my voice does not have a hard time hitting those melancholy notes of longing. I am ready for Christ to come on already and make things new. Believing that Christ shall come is not always easy, but it is our faith. Faith carried from the apartment below in Korean. Faith carried across a pool. Faith carried in a brain that cannot remember much, but the song on the piano that connects her and all around her to her Savior. This is the strength of a song. O come, O come, Emmanuel, we sing. Amen.
Let us pray. Lord, there is longing at the hospice bed and in the unspoken words across the shared table. There's longing as we look at our world through your eyes and we long for the kingdom you promise. We have so much to be grateful for this day, for our life, for those we walk this earth beside, for warmth and shelter and community. We pray for those who are hurting today, whether it be illness or violence, loss, worry or fear, we ask that you would comfort those who are hurting with your presence and guide them to your safety. We pray for our leaders, O oh Lord, in our neighborhoods, in our places of work, in our city, in our state, in our nation, in this world. We pray for your guidance and humility that our leaders would serve your people faithfully. Lord, we pray this in the name of Jesus who taught us all to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let's stand now and affirm what we believe using the ancient words of the Apostles' Creed. Friends, what do you believe? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
So as we go from this place, may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the interruption of that Holy Spirit may it be with you and with all those you love and with all those nobody loves. Go in God's peace. Amen. If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash give.